And now for a bonus episode of Robert Land, originally on the Patreon of Robert Land, with our good friend Frankie Estrella. This one strays a little bit from the theme park topics, and we pretty much talk about everything, because Frankie Estrella is his own Frankie universe, and we just dive right into it. It's, uh, it's, uh, welcome to Frankie Land. Welcome to Robert Land, uh, your favorite not safe for work, a comedy theme on Parka, the podcast. Uh, and I'm your host, Robert Thompson, comedian, musician, theme park phenologist, all I do. What is up, everybody? Boy, this is a very exciting, very special Patreon episode with our good boy, our friend, Mr. Frankie Australia. I'm thinking 90s Nintendo metal video game songs. Dude. That's because they're, they're the best ones. Contra. Contra. It's like every song we're like, what is this weird three fucking megabit or whatever it is? Like, dude, they're bangers, dude. They were bangers. Yeah. They were just like, like Sega had the best song for Sonic the Hedgehog 2, but that's like a little futuristic. If you don't know that shit, you don't know the 90s. Dude, I, I <laughs> dude, those songs, man, I, I have a lot of those old school like video game songs, like uh, on playlists and stuff, but Contra is really dope. That uh 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 have you heard System of a Down covers the Zelda? Zelda, yes. Links, they come to the town. Yeah. Save Mr. Zelda or something, something Thanks. no way. I'm not in for we'll play. And feel yes that that band I grew up I almost had a tattoo from my wrist to my uh, elbow pit System of a Down when I was like twelve. Dude, System of a Down is literally one of one of the greatest bands, man. They have such a great oh yeah, sense but, but of the humor. drummer needs to grow the fuck up. Oh yeah, John needs to grow the fuck <laughs> yeah. up and get a better fuck. I'm sorry, uh, his I, brother, I get a better fucking comic book shop. I've is his brother the guitar player? The no, brothers, they're not, right? They're, they're, uh, the funny story because I know a lot of bands like four two. They accidentally met the drummer. The bass player was actually the manager, and the bass player they had just quit. And said, Chavo, well, right? Out, yeah, I'll play bass. And, and ironically, they said, "Hey, what, what's your nationality, man? What are you?" They happen to be all Armenian. It oh, was just yeah. the so weirdest the brothers thing. Brothers and Ar- by Armenian blood, brotherhood by, yeah, yeah, by yeah, the yeah. country. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's so that was an ironic twist. But they really fucking gelled, man. It just sucks that they, the drummer needs to grow the fuck up. Like I, I don't, I'm not gonna get political, but he's just chill the fuck out, calm the fuck down, make a new album. They made like two new songs for. They were pretty uh, badass too. I don't know, I like. I've seen them four times live, and the first time I saw him, blew my. I just think about driving over here. Uh, it was a Pasadena show for free, the Kara Calendar uh, release, and they had one side all the KJs. Kevin and Bean was there. Uh, Jed the Fish, or Jed really? the Fish, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, all of our idols were there. Even uh, Tammy Heidi was there. She's super fucking hot, man. And yeah. John, I met him twice. I met the drummer John Odajon twice from System of Down. He's like four foot tall, and he was a super nice guy. Signed two of my autographs, uh, two of my things because my cousin won't believe it's you. And he's like, "Yeah, I mean, you're really tall." You know, I met him again at Ozfest. Really cool guy, but he needs to grow the fuck up, dude. Get over it. <laughs> get over it. Do you ever get into? You know what I've been really jamming lately? It's Fear Factory, dude. Do you ever get into Fear Factory? There's that one song they covered. Uh, Cars. Yeah. Here in my car, <laughs> I feel safest of all. Bam, 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 bam. Dude, 
Gary Newman is fucking dope. We uh, Dick Neptune Michael Reverend's covered one of his songs. Who? Uh, the Gary Newman. He was like a. Well, my head's all spinning. It, oh, it's all good. Yeah, he did Cars, the original song. Ah. Yeah, and he did he did a lot of badass like like punk rock, uh, you know, synth stuff, and then he just went full on synth, which was groundbreaking. Like that album, it kind of broke like a lot of ground, and so people, I don't know. It's it's cool. Like. Um, I, it's cool going back and like listening to a lot of those bands, you know, like Sepultura and all that shit. And real quick about Sepultura, uh, Fear Factory had a side project, I believe, with also with um, Max, right, Calvera. The guy from Static X. Um, <laughs> I had a, think they had, a, they had a side project. I saw them called Assassino. You know, with your masks, and they were fucking badass, dude. Yeah, it dude. was sick. It was at the uh, I can't remember what fucking show, but they were killing it, man. Just Metal to the fucking bone. Yeah. Okay, that's only for your factory stuff. The guy's really heavy. And you can just tell there's a guy from the, the band with a yeah, yeah, mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably Dino, the guitar player. Yeah, dude. The, yeah, they're, they're they're so cool, man. Yeah, it's fun, though, you know, reminiscing on uh, on all the all the stuff from our childhood, man. And, you know, Urban Legends is a big part of, like, growing up. You, everyone has their own folklore and their own, like, town, like, stories. And the last time that you were on the podcast, you raised a lot of eyebrows and you, you, you made a lot of hair stand up on people's necks. It was during the Rob Tober, you know, all our Hollow's Eve uh, celebration. And uh, you talked a very, uh, you, you shared a very fucking terrifying story about a, a man who claimed to be the devil inhabiting his body. Uh, people were were uh, I got some you know responses from that and oh they uh, met him they uh, met him. <laughs> they're like that's the devil I know him yeah 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 fucked no. up feet <laughs> they, yeah they met him um, actually behind an alleyway eating uh, you know McRib he's out at of the weird shit I'm talking to God yeah, yeah. Tony Robbins he, he literally said uh, God himself will come down Tony Robbins touch grab my shoulder and say it's time to go and that was his whole gimmick it was like I'm just here on a break we're gonna meet here at the Big hospital down by the beach. Yeah, well, I'll say which one. Uh, so, so I know you, you you kept that in secrecy. Uh, I was wondering though, because we'd only touched like you know the surface of that. Is there any other stories from that place that were like kind of um, odd? Odd, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say there per se because uh, I'll just say this is a big hospital. There's a lot of uh, awesome. Attitudes. One guy was really trippy. I don't know if it's it told you this last time. They, the cop came in almost like the fucking A-team. I was just chilling outside, looking around. It was like maybe 5 p.m. He did like a donut, dude, in front of me, and then parked it and jumped out and says, we got a spitter. He like snorted a donut? No. Snorted <laughs> a donut, yeah, he totally. <laughs> he hopped he did the a donut yeah. into the road. <laughs> he jumps out the car, he walks around all bad, like, you know, they do the whole chips walk, like, you know, they're, like, yeah. like they're super cool, and their belts, their belt is their weapon, so, their Batman belt, I'm sorry, it's not really a belt, it's all the, bat. they all have Batman belts. Yeah. Uh, and he comes up, we got a spitter, like, as if I already knew what was going to happen, like, someone called me to come out and wait for this guy. I go, huh? And the guy was laid down, tied, like, hogtied, had a big, uh, What's it called? Uh, bees, beehives, beekeepers, fucking headgear on. What? Gagged mouth because he was some crazy fuck, yelling, and spitting, and biting people. <laughs> oh my god! So a zombie was delivered to us, and the cool thing was when they finally told me not gonna spit, right? Not gonna spit. They took it off, and he was like, "I'm cool, I'm cool." They gave him some meds to calm down. First thing he says was like, "I'm suing all you motherfuckers. You have no idea. The aliens are coming. You're all fucked. We're coming down. We're gonna rock your house. You see who you are." Everybody became 
a story to him. Was it the Ultimate Warrior by any chance? Well, uh, he was. He was a really <laughs> small. It was a really, really fit Asian dude, and he was just really fucking on fire with just like. Like he was the Alex Jones. So this is a different guy yeah. than than the devil. Yeah. This is a guy who's warning you of, of a UFO invasion. This guy just he knew he knew the master's plan and somebody dropped him off. Like he was like <laughs> in the he was in the back of a bunker uh-huh. being fed a bunch <laughs> of fucking information and he knew exactly what's gonna happen and you better let me go because we he's here he's here to save the fucking world. Are you sure it wasn't the drummer to system of a down? <laughs> <laughs> he was the the, the the okay, what is it? P, elemental PQ. It was the P to the Q anon. So he was right before oh, the Q anon. Oh, I get you. I'm trying you. to remember the alphabet real quick. Yeah, yeah, He was yeah. a P, P anon. Okay, yeah, P <laughs> he anon. He was P anon all of us with information, and we're just like, okay, cool, man. And I think the next day there was a white dude who actually had a better improv. I guess he took improv because... Like, say your shirt, right? He goes, you see that country right there? That was built, that was manufactured in this, and the threading was pulled, pulled by this. Everything was detailed. We're like, you see these, you see this, uh, uh, no, it's these socks? I got it from Snoop Dogg, man. Snoop Dogg socks, bro. He goes, you see this fucking belt? There's a camera in this fucking belt. <laughs> everything was like a fucking He's like, belt. I'm, I'm going to take off my shoelaces because the government can hear me. It was, everything had a, uh, a plan. Every little fucking knickknack. Because your badges, they can fucking see through walls, man. You don't even know that you're chipping them. Everybody's chipped. It was just like, whoa. Damn, dude. And these are college kids. They just took too much acid and studied too long. Oh, okay. They're the worst kind of kids. No offense, uh, Adrian. (laughs) Kick back. (laughs) Fuck you, kids. Don't go to college. You get stupid. Uh, You get arrested. (laughs) Don't go to school. You get arrested. Yeah, dude. Get a job. Get get not a degree. Get a certification. Do homeschool. Learn how to drive. No. (laughs) Online classes. Have you done homeschool? No. no. Well, I, online classes I've taken, yeah. 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 But not entirely. I say the future is virtual reality classes. Quit fucking around with us. Send out, every school has the money, send out a virtual reality gear so no one gets shot. No one catches an STD. No one catches fucking the virus. No one gets beat up. There's no more bullying. Do you think it would do something to the, uh, like, social aspects? Or do you think they, like... Do you, you know what I mean? Because that's actually, I've never thought about that. But that I thought would about prevent... it since the first shooting is about two years ago. Really? That's, yeah. Dude, that's kind of crazy. I mean, in, in a good way. That's something it's that I've never thought about. the only about. option because you have, two and a half years ago, remember, every fucking month there was a big mass shooting at a school. Yes. It wasn't at a mall. It wasn't even on the street. It was at a fucking school. It was usually a kid from high school where I graduated came back and knew where to fucking hide. Dude, when we were growing up, when it happened, it was monumental news. Now, yeah, the combine. And now... now it's extremely sad to say this, but you forget. I mean, you wouldn't forget. I mean, unless you knew the people personally, but like, you know, now it happens so frequently that it's like, oh yeah, there's a shooting. There. It's so, it's so fucking crazy, man. The Columbine thing, I don't know if you've seen this because I was on YouTube, it's like the library, it's basically public. Those assholes, the two pieces of shit that have a special place in hell that are forgotten, made a fucking um, short film. The Columbine guys? Are they made one? a short film and it was actually kind of funny if you watch it. <laughs> the irony of it is that they're, they're supposed to be, it's called the Hitmen for Hire. And they're wearing the trench coats and they're acting. Sounds like a Three Stooges. It uh, sounds like a parody of what really hey happened. Hey, <laughs> It was. Get your like, trench coat. Because there's a, there, every other kid that was in the movie was had their faces censored because the <laughs> FBI took it and you know, now they released it later. And it's like. So the short film is out there. That's it's disturbing YouTube. as fuck. Hitmen for Hire. Damn. And I say it's kind of funny because they took it as a satire it wasn't supposed to be legit where what they were where they were guys being hired by other people to take others out because they're getting bullied or whatever you know the irony of that is that they're 
their whole idea. Dash. Yeah. So they basically art imitating life imitating art. They thought because in a way I. It's a little of, too meta for me, dude. No, it's a, it's like uh, being John Malkovich. You know, it's a little inside. No, but so those guys. Yeah, I meta. I would say more like it's like the Matrix, where it's a reality that people don't want to look at. They don't want to see that, that this because I've been bullied since I was like junior high. And the reason why I'm not skinny no more, I got more buff and got sick of it and moshed a lot. So my heart of hearts was like, I couldn't fight back because my parents were like, no, don't fight back. They'll come at you with a gun or a knife. You know, gangs will get you. They were like, the gangs are coming. They always said that. So the fear was in me. So luckily, I didn't have a firearm because when you're that pissed off, you're that upset, you know, you have to control your own shit. But if you have a, a, a loaded weapon, you know where your dad keeps it, you know the combo. One of these days, your girlfriend's going to break your heart or some guy's going to really beat you up. You're going to snap. Which has happened so many fucking times in the last, what, five years? No, yeah. seven years? Yeah. People take justice in their own hands. Like, they do the Punisher. Sad but true. But this movie trip now, because, like, it's part of history. Like, we have to learn from these kids that thought, fuck it. And they had a plan. And they had pipe bombs. They had they had a whole bag of fuck. They came in like the Terminator, bro. They took out how many kids? And and Dude. knew where to go. Because it was basically like hunt, duck hunting season for those guys. It's crazy. That is crazy, man. I, I what's crazy is uh, I took my my ADHD spaced out, and I just was thinking about the Terminator films and not about you know the slaughtering of children, but uh, which probably happens in Terminator. That was what the whole concept of the movie was, dude. He's trying to kill that kid. Remember? Yeah, Have I know. You he's seen John Connor. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm a police officer. You can trust me. Sarah Connor. <laughs> I love that, dude. I love that. You too, bro. Yeah. Do you think? Um, I love that uh, the t- Terminator, the T-1000, turns into Capri Sun, like Alex Mack. Oh, it was the best Capri Sun version. Dude. I know, I, I know dude. what you're talking about. The 90s had all those uh, cool commercials where they, they merge. And, uh, yeah, it showed the liquid from the Capri Sun drinks, and it tell me looked saw like that, the T-1000. Tell me you saw that YouTube video where they made fun of it, where it looked like a 90s commercial. Yeah. The kids merge and come out as a giant morph monster. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all freaky and, like, fucking trauma. deformed. Yeah, trauma movie. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's so good, dude. Because it makes sense. Like, why would you merge into each other and not come out as one being of? Blah? You'd be like a disgusting, like human splatter ball. Yeah, that's. Yeah, you'd have tentacles. Yeah, for Te- sure. Teeth out of your fucking face. Dude, so I I was curious though because you know that that the creepy story that you shared it, it, it conjures up a lot of. Uh, uh, memories for me There was a local legend About a guy with a pig face In Chino Hills and, In um, Chino Hills Yeah And so I've heard this t- uh, Different times But They said that You know It wasn't You know It wasn't like he actually Had a face made of bacon But he, he Looked, looked like fu- Yeah he looked like a pig And he got uh, Hit by a car And died And so Supposedly I don't know He haunts the fucking Bacon section of Albertsons I don't know what happened (laughs) Where he he hangs I would think a highway Yeah yeah A highway somewhere If you hear (laughs) oink Oh shit But um Porky's highway Yeah 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 So is there anything like that Where you grew up? I grew up in many places Um Yeah my stories Are you you from Santa Ana? No I I lived there uh, As a young kid Then I moved to Garden Grove For five years After that I was five so from five years old, San Ana, to you remember much? A lot of shootings I do remember because we used to live in this little alleyway and a lot of uh, cars, drunk drivers. So we had to move the fuck out of there. And then Garden Grove was like this nice, beautiful spot for five to six years, but man, was it boring. It's kind of hard being only uh, one of the only Mexican American kids, a lot of Vietnamese kids, 
And uh, so it kind of, mostly me and my cousins, we clicked a lot. But uh, growing up, man, a lot of different spots. I was, in, I was actually down the street in HB for about six months. So yeah, my parents moved around a lot. We stuck up, stuck back in St. Anna around 14 years old, I think it was, or t- no, 12 years old. It was just hell dealing with that bullshit. Just a lot of, uh, like the worst story, I think, growing up where I lived at, was, damn, man, the morning we came to junior high, it was in the paper. My mom was really kind of scared and stuff. Hey, go to school, go to school, don't, don't say nothing, don't. She was worried about something, and we weren't reading the paper. We were like kids. There was two girls that got raped and murdered right there at the parking lot. They found them in the morning, like 5 in the morning, at the same junior high. So it's like the city I lived at was not like, hey, guys, let's hang out. No, it's more like late 90s, man, there's gangs. People get, don't go outside. Don't go outside. You know, it was like you kind of had to stay home and play video games like we talked about earlier. Yeah. You had rock and roll CDs. I was like in my room, like just me and my N64. <laughs> just like so you were quarantining back then, dude. Quar- yeah, quarantining for me. <laughs> don't go outside the house unless you're going out with your parents to get groceries. Yeah. Um, unless you're going to go see your family down the in a ride somewhere with your family. My mother at 14 years old would freak out because I didn't come home like 20 minutes from school. I'd have to call her from my friend's house. She'd be screaming, freaking the fuck out because we're worried about now how kids are getting shot at school. Back then, the kids are just getting shot. Just yeah. random Anywhere. fucking drive-bys. Well, it's funny because I, you know, I was just talking about fake shit, but like, I guess in a place where there's real shit happening, they don't need the boogeyman to be scared. You'd be like, yeah, dude, fuck Freddy Krueger's, and let's invite him. I'd rather have him than fucking, you know. The, the funny thing you say that now is like when I got older. Uh, the Rocos, or what's a gang from Short Circuit? The Ro- Oh, the, Los Rudos kick your balls. balls. The Rocos lo- kick, kick your face. The Rocos kick your ass in outer space. space. Yeah, that's just a <laughs> knife. Those are like a knife gang. But uh, <laughs> no, the thing was, is like you say now when I got older, uh, driving down the street, there's so much death. You drive down there like three in the morning. It's kind of creepy as fuck because not not gangs, but just like because it's really kind of calmed the fuck down. It's the only time it's real bad is springtime, like right now. I call it the killing season because I used to work down uh, at a hospital right there with Santa Ana. Every fucking like week, gunshot wound victim. Uh, the worst case I had there was funny. I jumped to it. Why I know there's so much death. Uh, right around the corner is a park called Duck Park. People know Santa Ana was what it's called. And this guy drove drove with a scion. He drove his buddy in right to the uh, emergency doors, right? And I walked by, and, the, and then my buddy says, come over quick. The security guard says, come over quick, man. Uh, we need your help now. And he's freaked out, shaking. He's a bigger dude than me. Like, What's the matter? Like, we need to pick him up. And this guy was as heavy as fuck, maybe 400 pounds, maybe 350. And I was, strong, I was a lot stronger back then. I scoop him up, like, under his arms, give him a bear hug. He falls off my arms like jello. He slips right through my arms. And I, he- I hold him by his wrist. He's hanging by, my, by his wrist. Blood all over my fucking and I'm just like, what the fuck happened? The dude was doing a drug deal down the street, got shot in the back of the head. But the driver didn't get hit, just the just passenger. So I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. And the guy's like, he's been shot in the head. Why the fuck did you tell me that? Yeah. So at the time, I'm kind of used to like people getting shot. You know, he wasn't dead yet. Dude became a vegetable. You know, so it's like, all he was probably like 19. All he wanted to do was go get some weed. Right then, you could buy weed on the street, at a park. Not now. It's like, hey, just walk right in. Buzz you in. Yeah, yeah, Back then, it was just like a big fucking deal. Yeah, yeah. You oh, yeah. To get weed, it was... Uh, it was a lot of money. Yeah. And good money. People didn't want to fucking... I don't know what the fuck, but I heard the guy was on a bike. So, shit like that, you get numb, sadly. That's why I didn't want to be a cop. Because a few cops would come up to me, uh, especially the big hospital down by the beach. 
hey man, I, just, you, you, I can sponsor you. You could be a police officer by six months, blah, blah, blah. Make good money. I said, sir, twice I told him, two different cops. Sir, no offense, but uh, I know what you guys do. Well, what do we do? Sir? What is all smiling? Because I, I want to make money off you. You guys take out the trash. Ain't nobody calling you for fucking cookies. Ain't nobody calling you for some beers. The car because someone's getting beaten up or someone's dying. Or someone's coming in and beating them up, trying to kill them. Yeah. And get, they both did this. They give me a car and they walk away. Have a good day. It's just like this. Well, you nailed it. I mean, it's, it's sabotage. Not, and you see it firsthand from the hospital. They bring them in or they pick them up. Yeah. It's a fucking recycling center. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yeah, it's dude. a great way to. I mean, it's a very honest drives. way to look at it because it's a reality of it. And what, what you know. You have to see doing that job uh, and do. I mean, that's pretty brutal. I give more props to the firefighters than the cops. Not to say, not to take sides, but firefighters, they said they run into fires. They dig you out if you're dead in the fucking ceiling because I've seen it. They're, they're the ones bringing you back to the hospital, pumping you back. EMTs, mostly firefighters because they jump in the. They're the ones lifting you up when you're fucking dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or dying. And uh, those are the ones that really need more, more props because they don't even have guns. Do you think they do like? They should have guns. Uh, do you think they've ever had to like jerk someone off back, you know, back to life? Oh, there's a funny story. You say that it's not about jerking off, but like, oh, it's, it's a sex story. Here. It's a sex story with the firemen or uh, the EMTs brought him in. The firefighters were the ones that first responded, so they knew the story. Oh, shit. So I'm, okay. piecing, I'm piecing the shit together <laughs> while I'm in the ER uh, in Santa Ana. And whenever you hear I go, oh, here comes work, guys. So get ready in case, like, crowd control families, they just always go, I want to see my fucking friend, or make sure they don't come in, or if the guy is from combative, drunk, and loaded. So <laughs> I'm 21 years old, seeing all this crazy shit. Uh, I'm trying to piece stuff together. The police officer is a beautiful female cop, and she's looking like, as if, oh, my God, I can't believe what the fuck I just saw. And I thought, what's going on? So the EMT comes in, and I've never seen this before, but the guy, either the firefighter or one of them, while they're pushing him, the other guy just has one hand on his chest, compressing it. Like, yeah, we got one here. Like, is it fuck him? Like, he's already dead. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> let's get him, right? Yeah. Well, what happened was I had to ask around because the firefighter said, whoa, did you see this girl? Oh, man, she was ready. Oh, my God, yeah, she was ready. They were, like, over some girl. The guy they brought in was an older 60-year-old gentleman or something. He even had a suit. Like he's ready for his, his, his funeral. And I walked up to the to the police officer. She's just like didn't she didn't know what to do. She didn't know what to say. I said, What happened? Well, um, they found him in bed with the whore and his pacemaker stopped. I go, Oh my god, so is, did you call the family? He's an out of work businessman. I go, Let's get out of here, guys, let's go. We fucking start walking. We're done. Uh. Our job's done here because we're not gonna worry about the family being there. So the guy, and that's what they were talking about. They were like, oh, my God, they walked into a motel, and she was all dressed up, dolled up for the firefighters to see her, and he was dead. I don't know what had happened during before, maybe when it, he, if he came or he didn't, but it was, like, the weirdest thing. Like, I mean, I hope at least he came before he That's the way you got to go. Yeah, Everyone that's yeah, dude. I mean, what a way to go. Uh, go before you go. Yeah, dude. Go, Make me go. Up. go. Yeah, before you go, go. I think that's what it was about. Jerk me off. Before you go. Yeah, go. Hey, that's the that's the best way to go. You just finish me. Coming. Finish him before yeah. you finish <laughs> yeah. life. Yeah. Finish him before you finish God, him. Don't forget to finish him. <laughs> Give him his life. But yeah, and everyone told me laughing. Like, Goro could work that dick with four hands, dude. <laughs> You know he's got he's got a Gora, right? yeah Shira 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 yeah. Shira yeah dude 
That's crazy, man. So, you, so this, wow, what a way to go. I mean, um, that's the way you want to go. Going while shit. coming. Going while coming. Yeah, yeah man. Go, yeah, going, coming. That sounds like a gas station in the Midwest. You know there's one called the Come and Go. Have you heard about that? <laughs> yeah, it's a gas station in the Come and Go. <laughs> but it's spelled K-U-M, so it's a little, I mean, whatever. Um, no, it makes sense. Yeah, dude, I mean, that's kind of the essence of life, so... Coming and going. And that's what the hospital life was. My friend said it was like a, a dimensional portal. Life's coming from birth. Death is right outside the fucking door waiting to pick up dead bodies. Damn. So, it's a head trip. You know, we were talking about death and a lot of that stuff. We got to talk about right now. I mean, it's the summer of things opening up, Mr. Frankie. You know, you got all the amusement parks opening up. You got these comedy clubs. You got everything. So, uh, what is something that you're excited to do that you haven't done since? It's fucking not scary for him. Like, it, it all revolves back to where. Fuck yeah, time. dude! I, I I know they're opening up. I, I can't wait to go. I'll pay a hundred bucks for five hours. You know. What I saying? heard it's gonna be pretty popping too. Yeah, I mean, even if I get into a fight, at least I'll have a picture of T-shirts and like I kicked ass and not scary for him because there's always assholes there. There's always, yeah, there's not, guys looking. There's there's guys ready to go. Like there's a couple of uh, Adrian kickbackers out there that yeah, like to yeah, come. Yeah. You know, fuck those motherfuckers. Yeah, they they've got like a little like. It's funny because it's. I love those guys that go to like knock it. They get pissed when they get scared, you know. Like they're, yeah, they're, because they're not trying to. It's like, why go though? Don't you want to get scared? You want to have your girl with you. You want her to scream, and then laugh, and then you know, have her hug you. That's what you want. Yeah. But a lot of these fucking monsters, man, they come out of the blue, and they fuck you up. They mess you up real good. And the fun part is when you're walking next to, say we're not walking next to each other, yeah. and one monster's next to you, and I just kind of keep saying, yeah, 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 wait for him to fuck with you. It's yeah, the funniest yeah. thing, because <laughs> you're just there to prank your buddy. Yeah. But uh, it's it's the only thing I give a shit about, because it's crowded. They have the, the, the live show's always fun. The hanging. The hangman. It's always fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always fun. Always someone I know comes by there, or we can always meet up and just, just it's fun, man. Like Dustin Kennedy is uh, back at work now, dude. I love that guy, man. Yeah, such a such a him. rad dude. I know we gotta get him on again. He's got a lot of stories, um, you know, being a blacksmith at Knott's Berry Farm for years, <laughs> dude. If there's one thing though, like, like one ride that you could go on that hasn't been uh, invented. I can't the what, what, just shoulders, rides in general. My shoulders and my waist. I, ever since I uh, dirty, I started really bodybuilding. I did a click click thing. Click click doesn't click. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that happened to me, dude. I, I'm with you, man. It doesn't click click no more. Fuck, dude. I was at a. Uh, I was at not uh, uh, Six Flags, right? Yeah, dude. And it didn't latch in for me. And I remember thinking, oh fuck, I am fucked on Viper too. Oh, and that shit, ride, yeah, dude. dude. Uh, I got I got raped. You know, it was it was pretty pretty extreme, but I had a good time. You know, it was. It was nuts, man. But uh, if there's like a ride or like a movie that you'd want to see as a ride, what would that be, Frankie? Oh, I was wanted to see. It's funny you say that because uh, it's kind of both. I never got to see it in Universal Studios, a Terminator ride. Yeah, is it still around? It was a, it was a Terminator show that was pretty badass, and James Cameron directed it. And it was, Arnold's in it, and also and the Arnold kid. and and uh, and uh, Edward Furlong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's funny is they would have like a chick play. Like John Connor in a live, you know, in this because oh, be, they have an actor, well, they have, actress walking around as John they, Connor. They, it's a, it's a, it's like a hodgepodge of like there's the screen with that going on, and then there's like act, live actors as well. Okay, like yeah, Jones stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. But then there'd be like you know, 
an Ellen DeGeneres type chick playing John Connor, you know, with a well, wig. Peter Pan was a female forever. I thought about one yeah. day as a grown boy. If you want to want to see someone's package, you know, like a 20 year old dude with a Peter Pan outfit. Yeah, yeah. Schlong right there. Like, hey, let's, let's let him fly around without seeing more than you need to see. Yeah, that probably makes sense. Yeah, because if they had Petra, John. What'd you call it? Petra Pan for female name? Petro. Patricia Pan? Pat- oh, yeah, Patricia Pan. <laughs> Patricia Pansexual, dude. <laughs> Pam Pam. Peter Pam. I love Unisex, I- dude. They should have made. Think about it, because I love, I love, I'm a, I adore Robin Williams, and I love Hook. Hook's such a good movie. They should have made a ride with Peter Pan fighting, or just call it the Captain's Ride, and yeah. you have to figure it out. It's Hook, but you don't really see it or say it, because Rufio, Rufio. I love um. What, what's it? What's the fat kid? It's not Keenan Thompson. You know what's sad? His name is Thudbutt. Thudbutt, that's right. <laughs> I don't that's know a, why they named him that, but that's his name. Uh, that sounds like a, a name, like a, you know, in the gay community, maybe like a like a bear of some sort. They never say it out loud. They whisper it once in the editing. Uh, if you have to have the fucking subtitles on, but can you imagine auditioning? You're already a chubby kid, and you're sort of happy, all happy, and they're like, "All right, uh, see." Fucking Steven Spielberg right there. You see probably uh, Tinkerbell right there. Wow, how you doing? Okay, are you reading for Thudbutt? Yeah, here's here's Lardass. Here's Fat... Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 90s, man. I know, dude. You can get away with that. Yeah. Here's hey, here's Tubagoo. Tub- Come on, kid. Come hey, on, wide load. That's yeah, so fun. Yeah. I mean, that's already crushing as a, as a chubby kid growing up, but it's like doing that. And waiting and other other thud butts. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole line of other thud butts. And their moms come on, are honey. Too. Yeah, come yeah, on, get come it on, right. Yeah, eat. This is a big movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like feeding, like stuffing, like deep dish pizza. Like, you better pack on that weight. Yeah, dude, that happened to me. You know, I went to a come cat- on chunks. <laughs> yeah, come on chunks. You can do it. You can make your fat proud. <laughs> I, I, you know, one time with me, uh, I had a fun story, dog. Uh, one time with me. This is my new uh, podcast. No, but I um. Had a uh, I went to a cattle call for Home Alone three. Really? Yeah, me went to the blonde boys. Yeah, and um, there was uh, you know, I was too shy. Like I was too shy as a kid. I was eleven or ten, and like there was a whole dude, like it was like a mass like exodus of people exiting to uh, audition for uh, uh, Home Alone three. But there was a kid. That, you know, by the time I got up there to talk to anybody, like, these other kids were already, like, groomed to be, like, actors. And they'd be like, yes, I want to be an astronaut because I believe that space is a thing. And then I would just be, like, all shy. You know, they'd be like, what do you want to be for Halloween? And I was just like, uh, like a rocker, I think. You know, but I could, I said all mumbly and I just was, like, trembling. But there's other kids that were, like, actor kids that could answer, like, yes. But then there was... Uh, <laughs> It was funny because I saw in I the wish line, you guys could see the neck move. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, all my physical oh, my uh, act outs. But there was... <laughs> I'm the star of uh, Pride and Prejudice this year, my third grade play. <laughs> now, there's little pricks. But there was a kid that had... He was. Um, he looked like you know a chubby Mexican kid and had the flat top haircut, but it was bleached like piss yellow. And you'd been laughing like, the, yeah, they, he, they like just dyed his like Rick flat flare top. fucking yellow. Woo! <laughs> really? Damn! Feather fucking yeah. fl- uh, big bird yellow. Yeah, it was like an albino Woo! like haircut. His eyebrows yeah. too, or what? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> but they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah poor kid. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did he do? He just kind of said his lines and left? Well, I don't know. I wish I could have seen that. But he was in, you know, the cattle call of, like, the million kids there. 
Yeah, it was crazy, man. And then someone later, I remember, told me they already had the kid picked out. That was just like for show. I'm like, what would be the purpose of that? I don't. They do that for show. They do, do they that do for. That? Uh, uh, God bless him. Uh, I want to see him again. Friendly Frank. He mentioned the um, audition for. God, what the fuck was that? Last Comic Standing or some shit. The first season. And he went up there and everyone got like an email. And it's, they're all waiting in line like early, right? And they had a camera guy come by. Hey, you know, guys, coming out to the show. Yeah, it was for the show. Hey, we're here, blah, blah, blah. You know, everyone had the little spot, the first couple. Then a van pulled up. Big fucking van, like a school bus size van. Like, they thought, oh, the tourists. They came out and all these people ran right in straight before them. They all had like weird gimmicks and costumes. And they, were, they were really the, the ones ordered in as actors to portray for the silliness like American adult like the, there is no worse the worst Americans they're just pr- supposed to be they're supposed to push that and they Wait, so they fake open micers or comics auditions they uh, auditions. fake a lot of the worst ones the funnier ridiculous ones like oh god how could someone act like that they're yeah, acting yeah. like that they're not really you know maybe there's one or I two surely they crazy. don't just get them from the beach by the bay or whatever the hospital <laughs> by the beach is that are they getting all those guys hospital down by the beach I, you know what? that'd yeah. be actually worse because they're 50 and they could hurt somebody these are these have safety words these people are like are, are trained uh trained weirdos and speaking of trained weirdos um you gotcha. reminded me of a story where I was working this uh, another another gig, and this guy would come in. They had this tent, right, to build up for uh, for the place I was working. It was like catering, but it was huge. It was like a giant circus tent with a bunch of a lot of food. And this one guy kept running in because I was doing security for the front, and he says, "Hey, man, can you use the restroom? Yeah, go ahead, man." And I had to let him in, buzz him in, and I kept seeing his face. Right, he was only like five foot something. His face stuck out, and I'm good with faces with movies and shit. That guy was in a fucking movie. That guy was on a TV show. I'm like, could it be the little boy from Step by Step? I don't know, because I met him before. He was he became a backyard wrestler. No shit. Yeah, a really cool kid. And I, I haven't seen him in like 10 years though. And when I saw him back at wrestling, uh, he was real fit. And I know to Larry someone said, That's the little kid from step by step. He's a cool kid. He stopped acting, he started doing wrestling. That's so cool. But this guy's walking back and forth. He looked like he had miles on him, man. He looked like he was part of Motley Crew. He looked yeah. fucking partied out. He's like, What's up, man? He's like my age, but looked a little older. I go, bro, bro, I'm sorry. We left the bathroom. I'm like, dude, I'm in the main lobby. I gotta ask you something. It's bugging me, but you look real familiar, man. Did you do something like in the, in the 90s? Because he smiles like, how old are you, bro? And we're the same age. You saw me do a bunch of honeycomb commercials, a bunch of Lucky Charm commercials. I was like, what the That's fuck? So he goes, man, I made mad money, but I'll tell you one thing. I was a kid partying just like Corey Feldman. I got stories of me and Corey Feldman. Wow. Uh, I was before I had a podcast. He was if I had a podcast, dude, I can't say it's half the shit I did. Damn. And Just I was in the honeycomb commercials? No, these, but you know, those kids, yeah, they yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and they get together. older, you don't recognize them. Another commercial, another fucking, hey, Discovery Zone. You remember that shit? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so whatever's popping, they're, they're doing the commercial for you to watch in the 90s. And it's just like, <laughs> the guy was in every fucking growing up. And he says, yeah, man, you know, but he had, of course, I'm sure his parents were the agents was the worst thing. They probably blew all his money away. Oh, yeah. Now he's working. God bless him uh, at a fucking catering shop. God bless the guy. Burning burning his burning his fucking face in hours now. Wow. All the drugs and shit. He goes, man, I, live, I rocked I rocked him over some fucking bands. I'm like, <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> so you were doing acting, kid acting for a while, right? No, I, I, I did stuff, you know, on my own. Like, I did public access TV, which is like my own thing. Wow. That's where I started, you know, really. I mean, I started playing the action figures. I started with my brother, my friends. We got a video camera, we did stuff. But yeah, when I was 12, I got into to public access. And that's where I met Josh Thompson, you know, that um, 
It's crazy. That's where you do that zombie thing, right? I saw it. Was hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah dude. God, yeah, you're that, so cool, that, man. Dude, thank you, man. Because yeah. you did something I wanted to do after 18. I took a TV 110 class. I want to have like a weird TV show. Yeah. But it's like, you know what? The timing, no no, no license to drive. <laughs> no yeah, no way to get I there. Li- dude, I didn't drive until I was 29 years old. Really? I was, I was yeah. 21. Wow, thought, wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. You just didn't so, want to or you just fucking? Yeah, yeah, it was weird, man. I got in an accident and it kind of like shook me up. And then I, you know, I was dating girls that drove and. Things kind of worked out, and I did a lot of things. It's not like I would just be at home. I managed to do a lot, but yeah, fuck, you know, public transportation is cool in New York, but in California, it's a bitch, you know? It's cool, it's fun, but sometimes, but uh, yeah, dude, I finally had to. So that's why I feel like a giant fetus sometimes when I'm behind the wheel, you know? I gotta ask a few fetus, what other auditions, like big name movies or shows have you done? Is that the only big one? Well, well, I did that pilot, the Josh Thompson pilot, which had like Melissa Villasenor, you know, on SNL, and Dana DeLorenzo from the Ash vs. Evil Dead show. Fuck yeah, dude. So there's a dude that was on Twilight Zone in it. There's a bunch of people in it, but uh, um, I did, well, actually, no, that was another movie. I did a, I did extra work for a couple dodgeball. I was an extra when I was seventeen. Really, man. In the, in the background. Dodge, dive, dodge. Yeah, dude. But you can't see me because I, I went with a class. We yeah. Got, we got kicked out, right? Because this kid forged this. People were forged their signatures from their parents, and I was so pissed. I remember I wore, I wore this like bright yellow Devo shirt. My friend tells me you can see us in a scene, the the, the final well, battle. Well, the final battle. In yeah. The back, so I need to crowd. I need to look at it again, but like. Yeah, apparently it's in there. Um, yeah, but that and I did like I did extra work for like I was in an MC Hammer commercial. <laughs> nice. Not not as a kid, but later when he did a reality show. Nice. And then um, there was a, a Creed from The Office. I was in a, a horror. There's a B movie. It was the last movie to be shot on Kodak black and white film called uh, the Ambiguous. What was it Ambiguous Legay Duo? No, it was the Ambiguous something of Johnny uh, X. And it was it was crazy because it's like a B movie, like sci-fi, fifties rock and roll, like like musical. Yeah. And um, it was it was about 10, 12 years ago, and uh, yeah, dude, this dude from all he's in a bunch of Twilight Zone episodes is his last movie. He was like a hundred years old when he did it. <laughs> but um, there was uh, uh yeah, a couple guys in that That's Creed. Awesome, yeah, Creed from the Office. Like I, I I was in a bunch of shots with Creed from the Office That's and so like a cool. bunch of scenes with him. And yeah, he was badass, dude. Fucking such a such a rad dude. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's some things I might be forgetting. But uh, I I was in um, yeah, fuck, man. I, I was in a, uh, a J- Edward James almost movie in the background too. It was called Walkout. It was about like yeah, you, the I've Cesar heard of Chavez, it. Never maybe. saw it, but I heard of it. Uh, but it's a big deal for like you know protesting in school. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then and then when I was in high school, we just did it because. I forgot why. It was 14 years old, but everyone, like all the schools, it happens, man. Every once in a while, a massive amount of kids just say, fuck it. Yeah. It's cool as the principal's there saying, like, if you guys want to leave, just don't come back. It's <laughs> like, we're not, you'll be checked off later, but like, we're not going to expel you if you fucking leave. Okay. Well, not, we all mobbed out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember why we did it. It was, it was 2000, 1999. I think because, oh, the teachers weren't getting paid, you know, like always. Yeah. They, they were yeah. Start, teachers starting to fucking quit, so why should we fucking be here? Yeah. And actually, what happened? We lost a teacher for a whole year. We didn't know why, and they said, "Oh, she's a medical leave." So we had a sub for a whole year, and then the same thing happened. Uh, yeah, that was weird. I felt bad for that teacher. They they fucking they brutalized her. Was she like Michelle Pfeiffer from that movie? No, she's a she looked like she looked just like Dennis the Menace. 
uh, you know, uh, the neighbor, the neighbor's uh, wife. Oh yeah, Mr. Yeah, Wilson's yeah. wife. Yeah, just yeah. Like, <laughs> just like, Mr. Wilson, <laughs> Mrs. Wilson. There's got to be a really like deranged porno parody with uh, oh Dennis. George, no George, don't be like that to the boy George. He's sounded like a too. <laughs> just like oh George, oh, do you children need to be nice? And we're, I felt bad because so what they do? The, oh, the kids were some evil hard fucking time. kids, man, that just disrespected and didn't give their slingshots. High school kid, people out there don't know this. High school are a bunch of knuckleheads that their parents don't want them home no more. Or they basically said, okay, my son's amazing when I'm around. You take care of him for eight hours. That's, and, then, and then guys like me who actually was nice to their fucking fellow man can't believe these assholes that go to school with you. And they're not mentally challenged. They're not slow. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why kids get crazy, get into fights, and, and go, don't It'd even be go better to if they're mentally challenge they'd be more structured they'd yeah listen yeah. yeah they'd have they know who authority is yeah yeah my, my well, plus you could just kind of like you know you could usually overpower them even if they have strength yeah my <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> there's superhuman strength yeah, and, yeah, you know, no. but i think i say this knowingly uh almost like i have a degree in it because i went to four or five different high schools not because I was a shithead, but my mom's like, oh, your grades are dropping. Let me take another high school. And I'm Mexican, so we have a lot of aunts and uncles who live all over mm-hmm. the fucking city. So all you have to do is just, you know, oh, he lives there now. Different address. And I, it's the same fucking thing every high school. There's no difference. There's hierarchies or lower keys. You get kind of over at 16, we start working out. Like, fuck all these fucking Yeah, you, get, you just get a point. I, dude, I, you get a point where you're like, fuck these people, you know. You're, you. It's funny because when you're a kid, you subject yourself to a lot of like, like, why was I friends with that guy? You know what I mean? <laughs> and you find that out later, like that. You know, you know those like uh, ginger kids that can find your pressure point. And I, I, I've never seen. I never grew up other than Castman. I never grew up with a lot of ginger kids. Maybe one white girl, but uh, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of brown kids where I was at. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, ginger kids. Yeah, that's a rare. It's rare. Well, there's ginger Latinos, right? There's ginger Mexicans. Light-skinned ones, but not too many that I saw red hair. They give him spy kids, right? He's he's Mexican. He's got red hair, dude. He is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what's it? I forgot. Yeah, he, yeah, because Robert Rodriguez does a, does those movies. Yeah, yeah, those are dude. Robert Rodriguez is such a badass man. I love like what his filmography is so insane and bipolar. Did you watch El Mariachi back in the day? Yeah. Oh well, Desperado. No, El Mariachi was funny. The first one, right? That was the first one of those movies. I think yeah, it was El, El Mariachi. Mariachi. Was supposed to, remember how that that one scene where the, his girlfriend's dead? It's Antonio Banderas and the guy with the white suit. Uh, El Mariachi. That's the whole clip from the like pretty much the ending of it. So they're trying to say it's a weird sequel, even though he made El Mariachi 2. But Robert Rodriguez was just like any independent filmmaker. Put all his money. I heard he sold blood, just to, his platelets, just to get the movie done. It made huge ratings in Mexico and America. It was made in Mexico. Such a badass movie. It's a fun movie, and yet you watch it compared to Desperado. It's basically like Evil Dead 1 to Evil Dead 2. I get it. It's like yeah. Desperado is kind of like a redo. A little yeah, bit. It's been more money, money and, and better actors, yeah, but yeah, yeah. more action. But you watch it, the blood and the fighting, even though it's kind of like bootleg or like budgeted, you get get into El Mariachi real fast. Yeah, well, I dude, that's that's the power of creativity, man. And the things people complain, they're like, oh man, dude, Kevin Smith didn't come for money. Rodriguez <laughs> didn't come for money. You gotta be creative and be and think outside the box and do what you can within the means. Look at clerks, look at Desperado, look at all that shit. Quentin Tarantino, the same thing. You know, it's 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 exciting. You know, that's one thing that you want to surround yourself with people that just want to do it. You know, and be yeah. creative. And and um, shout out to Joey Raw, dude. We we made that sketch uh, within an hour. Dude, that um, sketch that you do with the cast. 
That was fucking hilarious, oh, dude. Yeah. God, I heard you got really. To, yeah. Oh, people around know the trip trailer. He's the best trainer, yeah. Of all time, yeah. Ain't nobody else out there. Ain't nobody duplicating. Often imitated, never do. Yeah. Mid-shirt cast man directs you to the yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I, I love it. I grew it took me actually years to not laugh while doing Macho Man. Macho Man. And me growing up, I said, like I said, you're stuck in your room. You can't go outside. You watch pro wrestling. You're watching, playing video games. And there was WC Revenge, so you kind of watch wrestling, play the game, go back. That was my quarantine. That was it. Now it's Xbox, you know? So that, that creativity, like you said, like, who cares if people think you're silly? Yeah. Who cares? Your cousins are laughing. You're having a good time. And now that I'm older, it's like, just fucking, these are all childhood shits. Yeah. It's just fun, fun, fun. I know, man. Until the daddy takes the T-bird away. Thanks for loving that, because like we had... An hour on the phone, me and Joe were talking about like, what if, what if, what if. He writes it. Castman comes in. Two and a half hours was filming. And at the point, I was like telling them, I'll do more. I'll run more. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do more. And they're like, hey, we got it. We got yeah, it. Yeah, they did this. Uh, it's hilarious. I'll put it on the Patreon. There's a really uh, great sketch that Joey Rell, and, you know, our, our homie and uh, Frankie and, and the Castman did. It's so fucking great. Uh, Frankie gets like, I heard you were fucking getting Danny Lewis style like you really put yourself into it I had a, I, when I was breathing hard at one point or I'm sorry Ted testosterone was I'm his agent by the way if you want to book him yeah. <laughs> he's just like you know what you told cause I, I only can know because I, I talked to him so much I knew his voice well you know like Taylor yeah he's got his own little type of uh, a little orthodox yeah little style yeah well he was actually running up and down the fucking uh, driveway Back and forth like four or five times. He really was running before, he did that. before he actually went up there to do anything. And it was funny because at one point, uh, Tasman's like, "All right, we're good." He goes back down the fucking driver back up again, and he just squats. Okay, yeah, ready to roll, yeah, dig it. Yeah. And it was just like this legit sweat, legit from the heart. Yeah. And uh, that's the funniest thing because I go do cat. Uh, it's really Joey Rell's baby. Yeah. I want to make sure it's incubated just right. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Or was making sure. And that's what's fun. I was I was even wondering, like, because he, he had to go. Jerry Rell's awesome. He went down to the... He killed two birds with one stone that day. He wanted to get some beer and film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he bought some beer. That's amazing. <laughs> it was hilarious. But he's he's just the type of guy, like you said, he's like, let's do it. Yeah. Casper, let's do it. Yeah. You're that type of guy, let's do it. Yeah. You know, and now we know uh, the world can end. Or at least get gets paused. Yeah, oh, I know, dude. You, yeah, you, you definitely think less because you want to think less. That, that was the, the UCB used to be, what was it? Think, I think it was think less and just do it. It's like that's a improv like motto, you know? Like, and, and I don't know, man. I think like just doing, yeah, taking the world by the balls, just doing it, having fun is the most important. People want to, they want to plan and sit in a dungeon for 400 years. And, writers meetings. And yeah, shit. but the thing is, is like, you know, especially, I mean, it not, might not pertain to everything because sometimes it is good to like craft something in the dock. But like, when it comes to like comedy, especially, you just gotta go do it. You know, you gotta. The one thing I learned because of sketch comedy, you gotta beats. You gotta yeah. know when you know this part's happening, that part. Much like pro wrestling, you yeah. gotta know. Here's the tie up. You know the cutoff. Here's the part where it come back. And here's here's really like, is it gonna end this way? I don't know. And that's the swerve of comedy. Is that really where you guys were going with this joke? Uh, a really awesome comic uh, YouTuber, Amanda Cerny, I believe her name is. I might got her name wrong. McCants, I think it's McCant or McCant. Beautiful fucking woman. She's on YouTube. I'm loving her stuff. She's growing. 
But that's what she did during COVID was like making fun of the emo girl, making fun of the uh, Gemini, the one that's too much, too much, too much of a person you know. Yeah. That right there, it's her just saying, fuck it, let's record some bits, let's edit out what we don't like. I think I love that more uh, from Lloyd Coffin. Well, let's record it, record it, get a couple of shots in, worry about what we do, do like or do not like in the editing fucking booth. Let's move on to the next scene. Because not that there's not enough time, let's not funk on this fucking idea for 15 minutes when we can oh, do yeah. 20 things and then go back and finish a movie. Dude, I know, man. Yeah, it's pretty uh, It's pretty cool, dude. I, uh, I wanted to sort of... I don't know. I doing that, doing it, and just fucking grabbing it by the balls and just doing it Your is balls, fucking man. the way to do it, man. But I, I wanted to end this uh, this episode on a couple uh, anything you want, bro. A, cu- a couple uh, questions here, a, a quiz. Oh no, dude, I already did that myself. <laughs> yeah, the, the cast man was r- really friendly and uh, didn't trip. Yeah, he got a, a big old thing of water for us, and I spilled it all on my fucking <laughs> pantalones. But uh, yeah, there's uh, uh, this. Um, there's there's some some questions here that I wanted to try to trick because you, you love Knott's Berry Farm. Um, uh, yeah, I know I know you may not know these, I but know it'll be <laughs> it'll be not scary farm. This will be fun, though. This will be fun. Even I just want to see if you can get them. All right. Well, <laughs> um, let's see. This is gonna 1997. Be good. Yeah. What now? What day is also known as Walter Not Day? A. February first. B. April twenty seventh. C. September fourteenth. Or D. Nine eleven. I mean June sixth. B. Okay. Let's see. You have to check it out. Scroll down. That's the index. Oh shit! You got it. No way, yeah, dude. dude. <laughs> I did. So now he scrolled you know, down, so I saw him do it. Yeah. yeah Walter Knott's day is uh, is April twenty seventh. I don't know why, because I remember we would go uh, as as when I was like twelve or whatever, from like ten to fourteen. My mom she randomly take us there because it's close and it's cheap. It was what, like fifty bucks compared to Disneyland's a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a lot of walking, but yeah, I remember we go like a weird fucking month and be like, oh, by the way, guys, huh? Yeah. We're like, what? It's Walt. We're not. What the fuck, Dave? Like, whatever. Bye. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. just let you know when they buy a ticket. Bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, thank you. All right, so uh, have you ever you you're familiar with the chicken at Knott's Berry Farm? The big cock. Yeah, the big. They have a big old cock. Yeah, it's there. right they, there where you walk by. Yeah, uh, yeah. Crosswalk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crosswalk well, cock. The actual uh, the the chicken itself there. It's like white people's soul food. It's so good. It's so good. But um. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah. G- guess how much. Did the original Mrs. Knott's chicken dinner cost? A, 25 cents. B, 65 cents. C, 35 cents. Or D, a colored child. No, uh, uh, 50 cents. I'm just kidding. I, I'm Does joking. Say what year? <laughs> okay, yeah. How much did the original? This was, this was in the, god damn, this was like. 1800s? Tw- no, it was like 1920s. Early 1920s. <laughs> 25 cents. Okay, yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> so you're going to say that the chicken dinner was just made. Just a little slave bar. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. But uh, a, tw- I'm making fun of how things were wrong then. Um, no, A, 25 cents. <laughs> B, 65 cents. Let's be real. There's a couple of Mexicans. My ancestors plucking strawberries right there at Knott's Berry Farm. Let's be real. Yeah, there dude. were no, there were no streets. It was all fields. God bless them, <laughs> dude. Uh, that reminds me of that U two song. What is it? Where the streets have no name. Where the fields have no, no name. name. <laughs> you remember that real quick? That uh, were you there? Your band played at um, fucking Blarney Stone, and uh, Frank Escalante almost got into a fight with this one guy because he made a joke about Strawberry Fields Forever. 
yeah. It was fucking the most ridiculous thing. Yeah, all three of me, Casper called me over to make sure we're going to fight. Me, Frank, and the guy pissed were all Mexicans. He was a little older than us, and he thought I was being racist. Everyone else, black, white, Mexican, were laughing their asses off, and more laughing at him for getting mad. It was yeah, the most a, fuck. I just looked at him like, you better not fuck. Could was he friend. drunk or something? Oh, yeah, he was toasty. Yeah. He was toasted. People, people kind of lose, you know, they lose nuance. They, they, they don't pick up on nuance as much sometimes, and they're a little. They call my buddy know. racist. I'm motherfucker. We're all the same fucking race, and yeah, everybody else is laughing. Fucking. Other races are laughing at the joke. Well, it's a Frank fucking joke. is also Mexican. Yeah, so uh, the guy, the guy was. All, we're all three of us. We're the same race. And the guy pissed. Rest Calante meat. I've heard the joke many fucking times. I'll tell you a joke later if you want to hear it. I don't want to steal. I never steal material. I'm not Carlos Mencia. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, not a fake Mexican. So that right there and then I'm thinking, you need to fucking leave. But the more he, he looked like a little little chihuahua pissed off because he wouldn't leave the stool. The yeah. more he was mad, the more funnier it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, that oh. makes it funny, dude. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I remember sorry. that. I remember that, dude. Yeah, Frank, dude. Shout, shout out to comic. Frank. Yeah, wow. That was crazy, man. Well, so the you um, okay? So there's 25 cents, 65 cents, 35 cents. I said 50. 25 because it's so old. Well, it was 65 cents, really? a little bit more. Yeah, it's a little fucking expensive. For now, the, uh, for good the chicken 20s. back then too. Yeah, probably, dude. Yeah, it's probably good. Yeah, sorry about that. Let me yeah. see some knots. Yeah, no, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So this is gonna be the last question here. Cool, man. It's all Google questions, so let's let's uh, yeah. <laughs> give it up to Google if they're right or wrong. All right, which attractions at Knott's Berry Farm were transformed for the first Knott's Scary Farm in 1973? A. The Haunted Shack, Calico Railroad, The Log Ride. B. The Calico Railroad, Wagon Camp, Calico Mine Ride. C. The Wagon Camp, Calico Ro- Railroad, and Log Ride. D. The Haunted Shack, Calico. This is a fucking hodgepodge. Okay, so shit. I have my own answer. Uh, it's the log ride and the mine one. Only because I know the mine was really old, but I'm not sure. Okay. Let's see. That would be... Just two answers. Yeah, that would be D. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> uh, what the fuck kind of question is that? Is it down the 5 freeway, off the Jamboree Road, or is it the 405 to the Culver Drive? <laughs> Are you I making know, a north, north exit? Yeah, I like uh, Jamboree Road, the name of that, because it's like, you just imagine like a Jamboree. Dude, but reason. if you drive down it and crank some music, you jam. Fuck yeah. It's like yeah. a 55-mile-hour. Yeah, Ir- Irvine's fucking dope. They just need more fucking strip clubs. Do they still have Boston <laughs> Market there? I don't know. They got they got beautiful white women <laughs> and everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> so cow, baby. Did I, uh, uh, okay, like, let's see, let's see. Um, oh, I guess it, you're right, dude. You're right. You know what? Because my mom said when we were younger, thank you, uh, two out of three in bed. Yeah, Meatloaf. two out of three. Yeah, dude. That's good. <laughs> I know. My mom said when we were walking by it many times, oh, my God, the log ride. I remember that. And my dad was like, oh, my God, the mine ride. And it was closed for many years. I guess yeah. someone got hurt. Yeah, man. Um, many years. Like, we'll, we'll take you kids one day when it opens up. And I'm like, whatever. Well, dude, the log ride is by far my favorite because it's the creepiest ride. Those like animatronic, like, those prospector guys, they look so fucking creepy, dude. They definitely look like meth heads, you know. But um, their eyes, you know, they never blink. Until yeah, like dude. Yeah, it's crazy, man. They don't sleep at all. But, dude, Frank, thanks, 
Thanks for coming down, man. Cheers, bro. Thank you to Tank. Love you too so much, man. You too, man. It's good to see you, man. And this is the, we're gonna have you back a bunch, dude, because you, you're gonna love Ross, my co-host. And uh, you know, shout-outs to to Ryan D, man, our, our boy that uh, just uh, passed away. But uh, oh, that's a peace, brother. Man. Yeah, man. Did God. you ever get to meet Ryan? Yeah, Frankie? at the show. The show we're talking yeah. about. Remember when I was giving you the aura of like the awesomeness, you were like laughing because I was into the music. You guys were playing cover Misfits. He, I, yeah, gave, I right. felt bad. I gave him beer. He's like, Frankie, don't drown. Give me some beer. Yeah. <laughs> he's still jamming out. And I go, oh, shit. How do I give this drummer some beer while he's playing? Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so dude. I put it like on the speaker, like, oh, shit. That's so funny, man. You guys but are awesome. The Neptunes, Dick Neptunes, man. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, dude, Frankie, thank you, man, for doing this. People listen to uh, Whatever the Fuck Ever podcast. Yeah, we're going to get started recording soon. Uh, I'm in hiatus. I'm actually couch surfing right now. Check me out, Lord Narf, on Instagram, Frankie Stray on Facebook. And I'm still streaming and reposting classic episodes, about 94 fucking episodes. I'm surprised. I'm very surprised. Shout out to my uh, Robert S. Wells, producer, and Alex, who helped me through the whole shebang, pushed me. 94 fucking episodes. I literally, when I started, thought it would be great to have, like, 12. Yeah. Like, I didn't think, but I know beautiful people like you, and good people know good people, man. Yeah, exactly, you, man. man. Well, yeah, dude, you're you're the best. Guys, stay safe out there, and uh, we'll see you soon. Or if what? All right, cool, dog. Yeah, man. I need you guys the house. Thank you, man. I'm sorry about yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yesterday was shit, dude. Yesterday was like. I work six days now at night. You need a rest, dude.